Coming up on this episode, we begin by discussing how to get kicked off Amazon Associates, finding hidden gas leaks, and kid car thieves. Then we get into the week tech news, including a Facebook smartwatch and the best way to fly your virtual plane. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 313, recorded June 14th, 2021. Arm on a Shelf. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of I can assure you, it's Don't Panic. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who would love to say good day, mate, to our listeners down under. It's Dan Miller and Colby Rabideau. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello. Sean, you're wearing the shirt. How I'm wearing, you, you know, and that's what's funny. I would, because in, in the corner of the spreadsheet, the reason I put like the show number and the date is because I read off of that. I was looking at the words, don't panic. And somehow my brain still just completely melted. Mondays, man. Right. It happens. You know, so I went to my workplace for the first time since quarantine. Wow. And I recovered the 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 detritus I had left on my desk when uh when everything shut down in whatever last year. Uh and I found it I had a don't panic mug there. Ah, no your, your official host mug. Yeah, it was my official host mug. I didn't know I was missing it, but I was. Be careful. If someone else gets their hands on it, they become an official host. <laughs> right. That's that's the only thing keeping us on, on the show. It's a powerful artifact. Right. For for better or worse, they become an official host. It's uh you can't get out of it. Either. It's ri- it's written in the bylaws. We should probably have bylaws. We probably should. Well, you know, there's such a lucrative operation. I'm surprised we don't have an LLC and a S corp and a and a written contract. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Which, by the way, I I I did not tell you guys that we got kicked off of Amazon affiliates. By the way, it's, oh, and why? it's 100 percent my fault. Oh, what'd you do, Sean? Because it's linked through my Amazon account, and so what happens and i don't realize it is when i copy links off of amazon by default there are affiliate links (laughs) and so what i did was i had to send a link to my whole company because everyone had to buy and expense a certain item and so and again amazon creepy technology but we made like it was like ten dollars or something and it wasn't really like massively impressive but they were like we know this was from a comp. You, this was a self-serving affiliate link, and they were like, they knew I was LinkedIn connected with other people who had bought shit. Like it was creepy how they had figured it out, but they're like, it's against, it's literally against the rules to like have people you know buy things through your affiliate link knowingly. And they're like, you're busted. We're kicking you off of affiliates. I appealed, did not win. So, <laughs> our, our, that lucrative stream has been cut off. Did we get the ten dollars? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That was my first question. Is can I at least keep the money? And the answer was absolutely not. <laughs> no. So Figures. our criminal uh, ring here has been exposed and shut so, down. So well, what, what did our lifetime earnings come out to be? <sighs> I would be shocked if they topped, even including my the company stuff, if it topped like $30 or $40. I would be shocked. <laughs> I still think the most lucrative item... One of the most that we ever got affiliate was when Colby bought those bone conducting headphones using our affiliate <laughs> link. I remember that because that was a pricey item and you use the link. We got like $3 for that. Yeah. 
That's funny. I just like I sent someone recently a don't panic affiliate link to an Amazon product, like deliberately, which is probably uh, it, probably illegal. I guess I didn't I didn't know I wasn't allowed to send in, it to in small scale. Again, it probably triggered because it was like thirty different people across the country all buying the exact same item. Uh, right. That probably probably made him a little suspicious. So yeah. I'm really sorry about that. That's fine. Um, <laughs> well, well, if don't panic goes under, you know who to blame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I drove this this LLC uh, right into the ground, <laughs> burning it down. What's uh, what's new with you guys? What's going on? Trying to move. Trying to move. He's a moving man. Move. He's mobile. I feel extremely immobile right now, but at least my apartment's covered in boxes. We got that much happening. Yeah. That's how you know it's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Uh, eating lots of takeout. Nice. Oh, you know what? You know what I tried to do? So I've been... Uh, when I moved to New York, I used a app a service for doing laundry um but for the past four or five years i haven't because i've lived first i I lived in a place that was like out of the service zone for all these these people and then i've had laundry in the building now i don't know if i told you this but we can't do laundry in our building right now because of the gas problem I assume I told you about the gas problem. Sorry, what? All of this is news. Oh. I missed that. Oh, okay, yeah. And it did. So even assuming all the other stuff wasn't happening in my life, we might want to move anyways because uh, a couple weeks ago we got this email from the building that said, "Hey, there was a surprise, but routine, but it was surprising uh, inspection of the gas system, and the gas system is going to be off while we investigate a problem." okay and this is heat this is cooking and these are the dryers for uh, the, the dryers in the laundry room um and then a day later we got another email that said hey bad news there's a gas leak but we don't know where it is um and but what we do know is that it's in a really bad place so they didn't say this but i got that sense because they gave the estimated uh, resolution time of three to nine months. Whoa! Um, so I can wash clothes, but I can't dry them. So, anyways, I've been I've been venturing back out into the world of like wash and fold and stuff. And I was like, surely now there must be a plethora of apps where they'll just come and like it'll be this amazing interface and pick up your clothes and they'll find you the cheapest rate most of the apps I found because I, you know, Google, you know, best laundry app in New York City. Eight out of ten were dead. Like, the website, like, didn't even resolve anymore, uh, which was shocking. It was like, oh, this this company Y Combinator backed, like, summer 2018. Blomp, nothing. <laughs> and it's just the one that I used, like, seven years ago. Uh it's the only one left. Laundry View. Laundry View? No. That's the thing for <laughs> no, That cleaners? was the Maris. That thing. was the Maris one. Yeah. Fly Cleaners, which at the time was not impressive. So I just took it down the street and did it myself. Um, but that was disappointing. You know, I assume now again, I, I'm I'm not a New York City expert. I've barely spent any time in the city, but what I know of New York City, I assumed you had those like clotheslines between the buildings and the alleyway that you I could wish. Just, 
string your clothes on a cross where the 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 recent immigrants would uh, would live and their kids would play in the alleyway and well oh I can't do that either because they're tearing all the bricks off the side of the building here so if I did that all my clothes would just be covered in dust. Your building sounds like a real shithole. Yeah. Oh, and this is this would be kind of happy news if all this other stuff wasn't happening. But also, over the past two weeks, every couple days, they do graduation at the middle school next door outside over the loudspeaker. Yeah. So the day starts with sound check at like 8 a.m. And you get like the national anthem like blasted way too loud. And then maybe some like Carrie, Katy Perry song like blown out through some speakers that gets your day started and then you get two to three rounds of (laughs) for a couple hours and they do it all over again um in between now do do, do you do you get the the favorite anthony alvarez (laughs) yes and then you hear it and you hear a little bit clear. And then you hear the awkward ones where they say someone like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, that's right." With the crazy. overzealous family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow, <sighs> God, you're gonna thank goodness you're moving to a small, quiet town like Stanford, <laughs> Connecticut, the city that works. That's that's right. Hopefully, they work quietly. <laughs> well, that's good. Wow. That's that's me. Damn, things are happening. I could, I could. Uh, re- would you rather I regale you with the thrills of being a homeowner? Because I, on this Friday, I have both a plumber and a tree removal service coming at the same time. Well, those guys are in, in uh, you know, high demand. How'd you score that? Which one, plumbers or tree removals? Guys? I imagine both. Um, my understanding is that like doesn't matter what you want to do to your house. No, plumbers I scheduled two weeks in advance. The tree guys actually weren't that busy, but also it's not like the biggest tree on the. It's oh, it's a good sized tree, but um, yeah, they're taking a tree down. The plumbers are coming, fixing a few things. Are you gonna put the tree removal on Instagram? You know, we I would actually because May was kind of a spotty month for us episode wise. A lot we had a lot going on. I didn't get to talk about my month on Instagram. Right. Sean posts a picture every day, which I, I was inspired by Dan. And I got to tell you guys, that sucked. <laughs> that was not that was stressful because I started like the first week I was busy. And then I towards the end, I was like, I don't do anything interesting. This is so hard to do. Uh, I'm not as interesting as you, Dan, unfortunately. Well, but I had plenty of days where I didn't do anything interesting. You just find like a nice tree or something and take a take a picture of it that was my strategy well that's what i ended up doing i think it towards the end of the month if you look it was like a picture of some pulled pork my cat was featured i think three or four times that's 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 content that just keeps on giving um and i did now dan you dan you and i I think just you and i talked about it but i threatened to or maybe it was matt i threatened to post the video of my birth for my birthday yes yeah it was us uh, and I came very close. I posted a video of just after my birth to which my mother was not happy because, quote, she did not look great. And I said, <laughs> you just gave birth to me. I think it's pretty reasonable. So I got some flack for that. Uh, I think you showed good judgment there. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, I did post it and then take it down. So, oh, you took it down. I took it down. I felt really bad. I felt oh. really bad because I should have asked. That's my fault. So I did. That was the one that got rejected. 
Um, so, but yeah, so I don't recommend it. If anyone's thinking about doing it, I don't recommend And I haven't posted since. <laughs> so I shouldn't do it. I'm the only member of the podcast who hasn't done an Insta month. You better no, I, put it this way. Think of the most exciting month you're ever going to have in your life. That's the month you do it. So you better like that's really true. Plan I ahead. did pick a surprisingly exciting month. And that's why I did make because I really like I said, the first week I had like a bunch of stuff going on and I really was like, oh, it's gonna be exciting. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, no, my life is boring. Yeah. That, I can relate to that. Yeah, that that was the month I went to a bunch of shows and then we went to Sweden yeah. for that whirlwind uh, <laughs> restaurant uh, reservation. <laughs> yeah. Colby, do you have anything exciting in your life coming up? Uh, well, I think Colby should do Couch it. is coming, I guess. Oh. Couch Couch party. Party? But that's a that's a that's an Instagramable <laughs> moment any day Free. of the year. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get. I mean, I look. I don't. I don't mean to to complain about anyone. I think people gotta live their own lives. But the Colby Rabadou account on Instagram kind of lacking. In, I gotta say. I mean, I think I we could really I use more Colby on on, on the gram. gram. I know, but that's what we gotta change that. Like, I I want to see the All new right, couch. I'll post the couch on Instagram. You know. Yeah. All right, I'll have to think about this. I got to live my boring life through your slightly less boring mm, life. Maybe, maybe July's the month. I don't know. You got any big fourth plans? You got any vacation plans? Um, no fourth plans. I haven't even thought about that. That's soon, okay. isn't it? Yeah, you're like kind what, of. two, three weeks away. Feels like forever yeah. away for me, but I'm going to <laughs> Minnesota with Laura. Hey. Oh, that's cool. Big time. I hear there are lakes. Uh, yeah, there are lakes. It's Did you know you can go on canoeing trips where you you canoe across a lake and then you walk not even that far? You like take your canoe out and drag it like a couple thousand yards and then you get in the next lake Damn. and you keep canoeing? They should just connect them. <laughs> <laughs> the land of one giant... <laughs> Bindley Lake. <laughs> Colby's like, good news. I fixed it for you. <laughs> I connected all the links. You're welcome. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's happening in July. I'll be in an airport. Have you ever? That's good. That? I'm flying to Charlotte the Ooh, first week of wild. July. It's not. I I have to go. To, I'm flying down the night before, spending all day in a warehouse and then flying right back. So it is, is purely for business. This is a warehouse rave, right? It, it Well, I, I, I have crates. I have like 14 crates. I've got to go through like giant wooden crates, like Raiders of the Lost Ark style. Why? Uh, trade show booth. And you have to go through the crates and I got it. We, I got to inventory, get the stuff out, measure some stuff, make sure everything's there for the trade show. That's happening in Rhode Island in August in Rhode Island. Beautiful Providence. Wow. I was thinking, the, oh, really? you know it. You know it. I'll have to, I'll have to go to you, Colby, for all the great, uh, local tips yeah. and tricks. Um, don't panic. Goes to Providence in August. I, I can do it. I could take the train there. We could both. I take think it's the approachable. There, Dan, Stanford is a stop on the Amtrak. That's right. Yep, that's right. 
It's going to be wild. That's right. Big train guys. I've been on a train in years, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, but you're done with Zipcar now, though, right? After your last Zipcar. Oh, what happened? It was just like I had a good run with Zipcar where nothing bad happened, and then I had like one day where all the things that could go wrong went well, not mm-hmm. all the things, but it was like you know, like I got a text like 12 hours before my thing saying they changed my car and I had picked the specific car because it was the least shitty car in the batch of cars that I was I was I was picking from and then I got to um, we definitely talked about this on the show, so I'll, I'll, I'll make it brief. I, I got to Connecticut, oh. um, where we were visiting Maris people and like went inside, said hi to everyone and realized I forgot my coffee in the car. So I went out to get it and like the car wouldn't unlock like the key, the, the car didn't unlock the car. So I had to like call them i was on the phone with like the support people forever and they were like oh did you try using your card it's like oh did you try using the app it's like yes i tried all those things blah 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 so eventually they sent a person out to unlock it whole thing so i i drove you know drove back that same night because that was the plan um, like super late, got back at like one thirty a.m parked the zip car went to park the zip car in, in a dark alley and like someone had parked a different zip car in between, like fully in between two of the spots to avoid a puddle. So like I couldn't oh get in the God. spot. So I just like blocked in the, the other zip cars and like left. Cause I wasn't going to hang around. It was like an actual dark alley. Um, I like called them on the phone. I was like, look, I, I, I blocked in other zip cars. Like it's your problem. Now I'm going to be in it. And then I woke up in the morning, I had my email receipt and I got charged like 50 bucks extra because I'd gone over like the mileage limit for the day on, on a car. It's like, that's how they get you. So he's a train guy now. Just Boston to I think the problem was it was Boston to Connecticut and back in the same day. So it turns out. It's too far. Yeah. Too far. Did, did we talk on the show about my car yes. getting broken into? Yes. Really? They caught him. Oh. And get this. And this is 100% true. They It was three guys aged 16, 13, and 12. Utes. Wow. Children huh. broke into my car. <laughs> rap scallions young hooligans it's crazy and i learned you guys there is a tech angle to this i learned apparently this is a thing that there's like unofficial ride sharing apps which are like apps where you basically go on it's more like craigslist but there are special apps for it where you go on and be like i need someone to drive me from here to there and then there's like no background checks there's no official you pay through the app it's just like okay i'll do it and then people just sign up to do it and what the, these kids do is they get this sort of untrackable randos to drive them to places. And then they just go around neighborhoods in the middle of the night, like going through people's cars and shit. And it's like a crime wave. Huh? What did they take anything? 
I didn't have anything, although they left my sunglasses, and those were like, you know, $100 sunglasses, but they were really, I think, just looking for like wallets and purses and electronics is is kind of the quick score stuff, but they rifled through some trash, they rifled through my glove box, um, yeah. How were they caught, do you know? Um, what did the news say? The news did not say how they got caught. Oh, how did you know they got caught? I guess it was it was in the news. They said they were going around that these were the people on that that same night who were going around my neighborhood. Three guys, and I have the video footage of three guys. So I kind of put the pieces together. Sure. So were they from like nearby, or like they said they were from out of the area? Was all the article said? It did not. Maybe Hartford, or I, you know, I don't know. Wow but definitely not from around here. So they got a ride to come up here and at two 30 in the morning broke into my car and was just walking, walking the neighborhood wild 12 years old. I mean, I try not to be an old man about things, but kids these days. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So I ordered an X, a second (laughs) smart lock for my back door. Cause I always forget to lock it. No, actually, that's probably my favorite feature of the smart lock is the auto lock. So fancy. It's very convenient. I recommend. And now, Colby, you never went the smart lock route on your place, did you? No? Because they're compatible with iPhone now, as we learned in, uh, at WWDC. They have the, the smart home locks. You can just tap your phone. I guess I could just do it. There's nothing stopping me. Well, do you have a separate yes. deadbolt? Yeah, then that's all you need for a smart lock. I mean, they make them integrated with the door handles, but those are more expensive. If you I have, have like a deadbolt, a really, you can just swap like it out hefty, really easily. Like, one of those locks you only see on doors in city apartments. I don't know how to describe it other than mm. that. And it looks like yes. it's a very 1935 door lock. Yeah, like uh, when you see the person yes, going I know what you're down about. the like row of half a dozen locks on their door in TV, like it's one of the locks <laughs> in those in that in that in the sequence. It's one of those. It seems sturdy. <laughs> I was at a friend's apartment last this week, and he had and they they did, they did not install these two chain locks. Like those little slide, the little knob in things. But one of them, instead of it being a chain, it was like a bike chain. It was an actual bike chain was the chain part. And then they had two deadbolts, one of which looked brand new. So like someone recently added it. And then the regular, you know, door lock. Did you ask about it? I did. And they said, those were here when we got here. Oh. They could have been lying, but I mean, I could see the uh, no. I mean, two I guess it could, chain locks. The chain locks confuse me. Like two deadbolts. Maybe if it was like someone had the key to the other one, but you didn't want to replace. I, I mean, you could. But what would a second chain lock do that the first didn't? I don't know. No idea. I think I need to get Wild. more locks on my door for aesthetics. <laughs> what? You know what your door needs, Colby? A blockchain lock. Oh, yeah. what, know what? Put your door on the blockchain, in or out. Then, oh. when you open your door, 
Right, and when you open your door, it takes about four hours to for the right. you know, ledger it's to fun. agree on who's opening the door and if the door's open. <laughs> That's but at least there's important. now a public record of who came <laughs> right. and went from Colby's house, distributed across the That would have solved Sean's problem. Yes, yes, I could have tried. God, that sounds like such an awesome scheme. It's a security system built on the blockchain. <laughs> Amazing. I think we're millionaires just for saying that sentence. Um... Guys, unless you have any other banter, we've got a few. I, I really went with the wacky news stories this week. Yes. Some of them are more wacky than others, but it's no like, oh, my, the E3 was this week. And there was a bunch of gaming stuff. I didn't find any of it interesting. None of it was interesting. I didn't super follow, but I kind of followed and none of it seemed interesting. Yeah, it was it was pretty subdued. And it's without the hardware, it's not as I think the only interesting gaming story actually is I read this article a couple days ago that compared the launches of like the PlayStation consoles. I think it was, actually it was every console um, or most of them. And even compared to like when the PS4 came out, at this point, which is what, like seven, eight months after the PS4 came out, seven months, I guess, uh, there more PS5s have been sold than there had been PS4s. And there had already been several PS4 only games. But the big difference is, and I didn't realize this, that there's basically only one or two PlayStation 5 only games. At every other point, it doesn't take it takes less than a year for a company to be like, well, we're not really releasing PS4 games anymore, except for like, you know, NBA 2K and, you know, stuff like that. So I thought that was interesting. Is this like uh, the new way that things are going? Is it like is it just that there are so many more PS4s and there were PS3s that the percentage of people who want a PS5 is so low that they feel like they can't stop making PS4 games? Well, you know, obviously PS5 has been hard to get between the chip shortage and a number of other things. But I also wonder if you talk about exclusive games, are you talking exclusive PS4 versus PS5? Are you talking that versus other consoles? Uh, Just within within a given manufacturer, I guess. So like, yeah, yeah, N64 and Super Nintendo, none of them were making uh, games for their predecessor seven months after the the new console is released. Yeah, I, I just think there aren't enough PS5s out there. But that's the thing, is objectively, there are more than there were. So it's not about the quantity. Is it about the ratio? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's interesting. Is it, you think it's a developer technology thing where the platforms are so close to one another, it's easier to simultaneously develop both? That's another thing they mentioned, is that this is like one of the first... Uh, console generations where both mm. of them are like not switching architectures. Do you yeah. think isn't the digital? <clears throat> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, aren't digital things new now too? Like, like there was was there a, a digital download stuff on the on the pre PS4 generation? Oh, see, I don't know. I didn't... there was digital downloads on the PS3, I think. But I I think that it's definitely gotten right. more prevalent than it was. Well, and also years ago or four years ago, you know, they're they're building these games with the sort of you're either Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation Plus sort of have it once play it everywhere technology that I think 
once you start going down that route, then it makes sense to make it as compatible. You know, now if you're building an Xbox game, it's not just for Xbox or even different generations of Xbox. It's for your phone and your TV and your, you, you know, we've really seen that sort of alignment. Right. And one of the other things this article said was that that could be seen as a, a big shame because like when the PS4 came out, I don't know if the Xbox, I think the Xbox had a similar thing, but they made big, big deal about how much faster the SSD is. And when you have that, you can make different software. Like I didn't know this, but I was reading the article and now, now I can't unsee it whenever I play a game that like games are designed to facilitate loading long hallways, tiny rooms before you go out into the big rooms so that it can load the big room while you're in the tiny room. And like, you don't need to do that on the PS five anymore, but if you're building a game that runs on both PS four and PS five, you're, gonna keep doing that hmm. yeah anyways just, have a i thought that was interesting i didn't know that was happening neither no <laughs> i decided i'm not buying games at full price anymore i'm just i'm, I'm exclusively buying games that are like 20 dollars because i have just as Ooh. much fun playing games that i play paid 20 dollars for the games that I put paid seventy dollars for, or whatever the <laughs> turns out, not at all. Yes, the the price doesn't yeah. directly correlate to quality. Shocker, shocker. Now, my question for you. Well, actually, I have two questions. The first is: Is there a franchise that if they release a new version, you're like, I'm paying full price. I, I gotta have it on day one. Maybe Far Cry, but like, only you know, if a there's a new- maybe. There's a new one of those coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Far Cry 6. I remember. Giancarlo Stanton is in it. Um, The, uh, like, maybe Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a thing that's happening. Wait, but. Mm. Right, so who cares? Also, PS4 and PS5. Which, this is the most recent game that I got for, like, $19.99 when it was on sale. It's great. It's super fun. The regular Spider-Man? Or the, I don't know the, if it's uh, affiliated with the Miles the Morales Spider-Man. Does that make sense? No. Okay. Well, they no, they did. No. They did one, and then they did the sequel game. Or I guess it was more of an expansion than a sequel game. Yeah. I think. So, are you playing the original version, version or the expanded version? Okay, that would make sense that that would be the discounted one. Now, have you done any uh, subscriptions? Have you done like PlayStation Plus or any of these sort of Game Pass Origins, any of this stuff? As long as I can remember. And like, I forget, like it's a yearly subscription, so I forget. (laughs) And then I get charged whatever, (laughs) like $70. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mine just renewed. I remember once a year when it renews. I don't know. I actually am using that. Uh, I didn't realize when the change happened, but now there are like permanent free games <laughs> if you're on PS Plus. And I had never played God of War. I had never played Final Fantasy 15. Uh, so I started playing God of War recently. And maybe I'll give that a try. But as as Colby said, now it's free. So yeah. 
Well, you know, speaking of gaming, I, I put this story in because I find it interesting, and we can talk about it very quickly. But of all the EA announcements, this is the or the uh, E3 announcements. This is the one that got me the most excited. Turtle Beach has announced they're making a dedicated flight sim hardware. Yes. Um, and actually, I have the ability. If you're watching the video version, I can throw my screen up here so you can see the picture of this thing, which is like I'm drooling. Just I'm not a flight simulator guy. But I love people who are flight simulator people because of all the software to be or certainly people are obsessed with the Sims where it's kind of like, I don't know why you pick that piece of software to be obsessed about, but I love it. It is a uh, it's the Velocity One flight system compatible with PC and Xbox consoles, um, and it'll be compatible with Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 and other flight sim softwares. Uh, it includes and now I'm going to list a bunch of. Uh, words that I don't know what they mean, uh, but it has a 180 degree yoke handle with rear rudder controls for easy access. There's a modular throttle quadrant with an integrated trim wheel, as well as both vernier style and lever controls with swappable tops for prop and jet planes. It has 12 analog axes, two POV switches, two four-way hat switches, and 18 extra buttons that can be mapped to your liking. Um, it also has a headphone jack. Um, it will you cost like, you $350. I put another one in the uh, our Super Secret channel. Um, yes! Oh, yeah. look at this thing! I love it! This I want one wild. just to flick the knobs and switches. Oh my god. <laughs> it's officially licensed from the U.S. Air Force! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. I love this kind of Yours stuff. Yours for a low, low price of 400 British pounds. <laughs> well, have you ever seen the pictures of, like, the guys who really have, like, the the eight screens and, like, the all the, you know, they built a whole cockpit? I mean, that's amazing. Want to hear something crazy? You've done it? My dad has done that and has it right now. Yeah, you got to send us some pictures. I don't think I have any pictures. I'll, I'll ask him for some pictures. I've never, I haven't seen it thanks to COVID, but someday I'll, I'll get to play with it. I'll report it's back. That, this, that is very, it's very cool. It's weird that this company What a great dad hobby. To master for a thing where you literally don't move at all. boy in the world of uh peripherals this is uh this is a pretty cool one so anyway i just had to share that i got a kick out of it um if you're interested uh are there any other stories here in the rundown guys that are worth uh worth talking about maybe potentially who a facebook smartwatch uh, <sighs> uh yeah this oh, yeah. thing's pretty wild you gotta listen to this um Supposedly, Facebook is working on its first smartwatch, which may debut next summer. But get this, it's detachable. And so the way it's actually going to work is the sort of, uh, you'll have the wristband, but the face of the watch, the chunky part of the watch, is actually going to have two cameras on it. The front-facing one uh, will be primarily for video calling, but what you'll be able to do is actually detach it from the wristband, and on the underside will be a 1080p autofocus camera, uh, that can capture pictures and videos when it's detached. Uh, Facebook is, is tapping other companies to create accessories. So the part you take off maybe could be on a keychain or could be attached into other things. Um, it would be shared across Facebook's suite of apps, including Instagram. 
Uh, it also is expected to have some health features, heart rate monitor, those sorts of things. Um, and it's working with top wireless carriers to support LTE connectivity. Um, it's going to come in several colors. Uh, and the rumored price is around four hundred dollars. I don't know. My, I'm, I'm probably needing a new watch soon. Maybe I'll just get this one. Wild. Boy. <laughs> I credit them for trying something different. That's yeah. what I like. Win or seek, you know, win or lose. It's, it's, it's. This is like sort of those like like an HTC or like one of those weird companies that would try something, you know, like LG makes a crazy watch or something, but I don't know. Right. I don't know. Cause this is like what the, my phone already does. Yeah. I guess it's like maybe a, an action adventure accessory, like in that GoPro, like a yeah, lower, maybe. lower cost, more universal Do they still GoPro. Have the, the video screen thing, the portal. They do. They do still have the portal. Absolutely. I think I don't remember where I heard or saw this, but I think people use it at Facebook for work. That and makes stuff. sense. It's like a video conferencing solution. Hmm. Yeah, and there's still they. I see commercials for it. I mean, Weird. they're still pushing it. Commercials. What's that? Yeah, some of us still have cable. <laughs> And and use it primarily to watch basketball. <laughs> so I see a lot of a lot of very specific kind. Of, I, and it was funny too because the other day it was like, and coming up, ESPN at the half, sponsored by Oculus by Facebook. And I'm like, what? Wow. When did that happen? Um. No. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, would would you guys like use this? <laughs> I do think there's room for a watch, a smart watch that is like cross with a GoPro. Um, I don't think this is this is it though. I to me the front facing camera is interesting, actually, because I think there there could you know we were talking about all the FaceTime improvements made at WWDC. I think there might be a market for the video call on the watch. Do, do I think it's huge? No, but I think people might do it. Or even snap a quick selfie. What I don't get is the removable. If I'm taking the action to remove it yeah. and take a picture, it's not that much work to take the phone out of the pocket and take a picture. So I don't, I don't, maybe they've got special features we don't know about that make it better. But pitching it as a communication device in the way yeah. the Apple Watch isn't, I think is interesting. I could see, I could see a wrist video call. I feel like that's a. Probably. Yeah. Wouldn't you just be looking up the person's nose the whole time? Oh, no. The angle's terrible. I totally agree. But I also don't think... I have seen... Dan, uh, this is 100% true. I saw... I was in the supermarket once next to the meats, and I, I hear a voice. There's a woman standing there with, like, a baby in the car, and I hear a hello, voice. Hello. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, my God. Finally, the voices in my head have come for me. No. I look over. At the bottom of her car is a cell phone on a video call. That is just sitting. And so the guy, whoever it was on the other side of the phone, was just looking up at like the ceiling of the supermarket. And they were like on a call while getting groceries. It was bizarre. And I'm like, maybe the point of a video call isn't on 
the fact that they're on video is just like it's as convenient or more convenient than a voice call. And the technology is so simple, they just say, oh, might as well just fire up the video for the two I seconds I need to see you, and then you look at the ceiling for the other 30 like, minutes. Like FaceTime calls on on a phone where they, like, put me down. And then I wasn't <laughs> just like, I can't see. I can't see what's happening. It's very disorienting. You know, and if it, if it were in, see, Dan, I think the secret would be right. You, you have the watch. I think if you could mm-hmm. angle it up as part of that fancy detachable wristband, I think that's a more comfortable experience than holding, you know, you, you look at the size of a phone in your hand. It's not really comfortable to hold for long periods of time. <laughs> I think doing this or even having your arm on a shelf or I don't know. I don't know. Arm on a shelf. Arm on a, yes. Arm on a shelf. There's the episode title. Um <laughs> Anyway, um, on the show. yeah, so who knows? I mean, they might just cancel the whole thing. I mean, we're a year away from it, theoretically. I mean, to me, this is kind of like the Snapchat spectacles where I look they're at it. still making. And they're making them better. And they're cool. And I think they're cool. That's the thing. I'm like, I'm glad they're making them. I think it's cool technology. I will never own one. Like, it's that sort of thing where I'm like, cool, they're doing it. Not interested. So actually, before we go, do people still use Snapchat? I feel like I, their their lunch got eaten by like Instagram and then TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I from I don't know a lot of people younger than us or even substantially. So the people I know who are like five to ten years younger than us don't that I'm aware of. They're pretty mm-hmm. Instagram heavy. The people under that, I've been told some of them still do. I mean, uh, Snapchat announces, you know, they're a publicly traded company. They announce their user stats. They still have a lot of users. Um, Crazy. Now, how much of that is international? I don't know. Um, Where Instagram may not have as much of a presence, I'm not sure. I'd have to to look into it. But no, people do still use it. Oh, I I never use it. And the problem is when you go in there, it's a lot of like them trying to shove content down your throat. Mm, like, content. oh, check out this cool, this cool, uh, you know, Snapchat only show we made. And I'm like, no, no, no. Not necessary. Yeah. So, no, I, I think tic- I, I think TikTok even more than Instagram has really every I not that I'm the old man. I try not to be, but I do work with people who are younger, you know, noticeably younger than me. And it's always you got to get on TikTok. You got to get on TikTok. Kids love TikTok. Is uh, are they doing a lot of plastic stuff on uh, or roofing stuff on TikTok, Sean? No, we did talk about it, uh, and the answer is absolutely no because the platforms we already have are enough of a pain in the ass. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. We're a small team. We don't we don't make a lot of content. That's the hard part. And we're not clever or fun. So, um, no, we have, but I believe it or not, there are contractors who have Instagram, have TikTok accounts and they do post to them. So that's the risk. And I, I'm afraid to download TikTok because I think I'll never be able to turn it off. I love, I mean, I'll go on YouTube and watch compilation videos and shit. I mean, it's, it's so far up my alley. It's not even funny. Wow, seventy three percent of internet users between the age of eighteen and twenty four use Snapchat in twenty nineteen. Well, I mean, technically, I think I use Snapchat. <laughs> I, I mean, yes. to find use, right? I open the app once. Is that use? 
But yeah. I mean, I think the reason I don't use it is because I don't have any friends that use it. You know what I mean? I think if it's where your friends are at, my friends happen to be on it. My friends aren't on TikTok, so I don't use TikTok. So I guess it's just whatever is of the moment. That's my subtle way of saying you guys need a great TikTok account so I can get on TikTok, please. Thank you. I have one. I just haven't used it in a forever. Oh, sh- should we be uh, tagging your TikTok <laughs> you, account now? You're not jazzed in on TikTok. I, I uh, I'll have to find out what it is. I don't <laughs> I might be because I, I did download it a couple of years ago. But maybe I never actually made an account because you don't have to make an account. Maybe I'll create a don't panic account. We'll just put the whole episode on TikTok. Nope, I did. I made an account in October 2019, according to one password. My username is my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say that out loud? No. Okay. <laughs> Very smart. Uh, are there any other stories here in the rundown we feel excited about? Or should we uh, pivot on over to picks? Let's pivot to picks. Let's find dan a pick to pick. dan is dan is i appreciate that dan's the one that wants to roll the picks he doesn't yet have one doesn't i don't have a pick but but, but you, you got some time to kill because colby and i will go first i'm gonna go first here i'm first on the list guys it's fan season and it's hot and uh this is uh, unsurprisingly the wire cutters pick for a small fan it's the Vornado 630 midsize whole room air circulator fan. The difference is this is a circulator fan. This is not meant to blow on you. You actually don't blow it on you. It's meant to circulate the air in a room. I have not only bought one of these, I have bought these as gifts for other people because they work so well. What I do is I actually put it either on a lower stand or even on the floor, pointed up. That's actually what they recommend. And it uh, it circulates the air within a room more effectively than just blowing it directly at you. If you put this in a room, it will feel like you have a ceiling fan. It, it really, I'm blown away for the price and the size. It's not even it's not even that big. Um, what it will do for you, um, and it's one of truly one of the best things I've ever bought. Um, if you if you ever need a, a small room fan, uh, this thing this thing. Well, I'll, I'll say it blows. Oh, you really? Yeah, the same. That's the wire cutter pick. <laughs> I have yeah, it running it's, right now. It, you would agree, Dan? It's a good fan. I've, yeah, I've had one of those fans too for yep. many moons. Yep. Uh, it's been going for years. It's possible. I did. I do. I, I thought I that Colby recommended it to me, fans. but maybe I. Maybe Not I exactly the same one that Sean linked to, but. No, no one ever got fired <laughs> for buying go. a Vornado. My only beef with them is they were real pain they say. In the butt to clean. <laughs> lots of oof, yes, lots of little slits. Yeah, just don't. See, I can't though because just it, don't clean them. Yeah, mine's pretty dirty. The allergies, <laughs> the dust. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You have to put a bag on it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So there's my pick. Uh, link will be on the website. Oh, yeah. uh, how so, about Colby? Um, as you two know, I've been doing some urban gardening recently. Uh, and as a person who inherited this this outdoor space, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of crap in there that I didn't know what it was. Um, and someone recommended to us this app called 
picture this, which is a not a very descriptive. I I routinely I can never I can never remember what the app is called on my phone. Terrible, Terrible name. name for the app, but it's basically like uh, you open the app and you like take a picture of the plant that you don't know what it is. And it like, you know, does some like silly AI shenanigans or something. And it tells you what the plant is with, it's it's like right most of the time. Um, Which is pretty useful. If you find yourself in the situation where you need to know uh, there, where you have a plant and you don't know what it is. It works like well enough. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is very cool. Previous uh, app of the day pick. Sweet. Yeah. From the uh, the app store. And this is great for me. I am highly allergic to poison ivy. Uh, and I yeah. always misidentify it or get confused. <laughs> I probably over-identify it in things that aren't actually poison yeah. ivy. Apparently, um, so I would find it does very all helpful. kinds of stuff. Like, I don't know, I'm just looking at the screenshots. It says, diagnose your plant illness and, like, be informed about plants that'll kill your pets or something i don't use it for any of those things right you can consult botany experts right I've which is a great that, way to meet people and make friends you know, check it out huh. you should take a picture of like a carrot on your cutting board and consult a botany expert and see what they say <laughs> i think that'd be very fun what is this <laughs> carrot well how do i make it grow that's the real question. Oh, hey. Or do the is a tomato a fruit or a vegetable? You can create thing. your own collection of stuff you bought at the store. This is cool. Every terrible name though. Bananas, Awful like, name. Oh, fuck what's the what's the plant app called? It has nothing to do with plants. Yeah. Nope. It is called Picture This. Uh and it is free with uh an in app purchase should you want to go premium. Cool. Wonderful pick. I'm going to go download that. Excited to try it. Dan, what you got? Um, I'm picking a weird app called Clay. Uh, it's in like early access, so you have to like get joined like a wait list and stuff. Um, I would describe it as a CRM for like real people doing real like for personal your personal life so not for like selling people's stuff but just for like a nice app that will help you keep track of like when did i last hang out with colby where show me all the notes i took on like what we talked about like oh colby just got this new like plot like i could write that in um it sounds really simple but the way it's designed where it like hoovers up all of your your contacts and your calendar invites and your emails and stuff and creates this graph for you such that like, for example, it'll prompt you like, Hey, uh, you know, you met with Colby yesterday. Want to make any notes about it? And it's like, Oh yeah, I did meet with Colby yesterday. I guess I'll write down like, yeah, the new garden plot thing. And then when you talk to someone, you can like, remember, you know, especially now with like everything being remote, you can remember where they live. You can remember, the kinds of stuff they talked to you about last time, which I find really helpful. Like without the other visual cues, it's it's hard for me to remember. Uh, so check out Clay. Is it Clay.Earth? Yeah, Clay.Earth, the fancy fancy domain name. Uh, sign up. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm incredibly curious. 
Oh, the other thing it lets you do is the thing that I still wish I could use Facebook for, which is nice. show me all the people I know who live in Portland, Oregon. It will do that because it slurps up LinkedIn and knows where people that live. That is cool. It's a, uh, you can put your name on the list. Uh, you can start now for $20 a month. That's great. I, Dan, keep us in the loop This uh, seem, as it develops. I'm too cheap to try it now. But if it, uh, but if it, I mean, the issue is I don't, I don't really know anybody, <laughs> so this kind of would go right over my head. Well, yeah, I, I wonder if you would find it useful for work, though, because I don't meet that many people for work. But I imagine, you know, it's a what's well, one of like the seven hot habits of highly successful yeah. people that they like remember people's birthdays. But I, I and, would need to know if I know, can oh, integrate all of my work like accounts that. with this. Is the question? But I, I'm, I'm. I mean, it looks sexy, so. Right. I'm I'm in. So clay.earth is it's, the website yeah, it's a very you can check it out app. there. Very good. Thank you, Dan. Always come up with the good stuff. Colby and Dan come with cool apps, and I bring a fan. Um, it's, it's what we do. Uh, guys, I think that's the end we of this episode. It. Would you agree? We sure did. Uh, I can't... Yeah. Uh, the problem is when we skip weeks of up for debate, I can't keep teasing the same episode. Matt has finals. He had finals last week. He was extraordinarily busy. We're doing bad blood this week, theoretically, but you'll have to wait and see it up for debate.tv. So I'm not going to plug that. I'm going to plug this show. Don't panic.io. It's our great website. The link to all the picks is going to be there. Don't worry about remembering it. Uh, don't worry. We won't make any money <laughs> on affiliate links. We're, we're unbiased by sponsors. Um, by accident uh and uh of course uh you can subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts and all the major apps we are there uh and of course you can get the video version on youtube where you can see our beautiful faces talk about these great topics you can also contact us at don't panic show on twitter emails don't panic show at gmail.com it's going to wrap up here but we're going to be back next week so be sure to join us then until then i'm sean they're colby and dan have a great one we'll see you next time for another don't panic This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.